0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, looks like the sun may come out today. That's good. We got a lot to talk about. We'll get to Donald Trump. We'll get to uh, James Comey. What he's up to. Some things you don't know about him. We'll also get there's a new FBI director. Uh, We'll get to that. Macy's. uh, Look at their planning to fight the uh, dying retail business. I don't know if this works. We'll tell you about it. And uh, uh, there's some stuff with this, this. city council speaker She's getting worse and worse. It's a big problem. Also, wait a hear with uh, Mayor de Blasio has to say about polluting. Oh, and the wall. The wall is getting built. But Donald Trump is going to put quite a twist into that wall. He's come up with a brilliant idea, I think. Uh, James Comey testifies tomorrow. Uh, is, it, is it still 1030? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. We can't have this. Why? Well... Uh, conflicts with this program, but it looks like he's not going to say too much. Of the He's not going to uh, claim obstruction of justice or any of that. He he couldn't claim it anyway, because then he would be guilty of a crime. He would have a real problem, because uh, he didn't report it. There are like three federal laws that he must report it if it ever happens. He never did. Uh, and also he testified on uh, May the 3rd under oath that nobody has tried to interfere with any investigation of his. So he's, he's I mean, you couldn't do it if it happened. So so. where's
0: the blockbuster testimony?
1: There is no blockbuster testimony. It looks like he'll say that he never said to Donald Trump three different times that you're not involved in any investigation. Okay, beyond that. But beyond that, that's it. Well, the only thing is he looked a little nuts in the last testimony. He looked nutty, and he didn't look like an FBI director. Remember when he was talking about, I was a little nauseous. I was a little (laughs) worried. I was confused. I was... uh, (laughs) he looked like that guy at the beginning of the godfather crying in front of the godfather what do i do i don't know (laughs) so that's not a good look for an fbi director and then the one time he got serious and detailed a real important investigation anthony weiner the hundred thousand emails that were found in his lap it turned out it was all false he had all his information wrong all his facts wrong so he looked a little nutty last time uh the thing about comey uh, people will tell you he is the most sanctimonious guy that ever lived. He's a super religious guy, and uh, he's—you know—sometimes those guys find they nothing they think wrong of them- with that. Uh, well, no, but sometimes those guys they get so religious they think of themselves as holier than anybody. Like everything they say is a commandment, uh, and he sort of had that air about him. Well, they want to do the right thing.
0: The honest thing
1: yeah but there's nobody who's been around comey that long it's a good guy to work with they always just tell you what a sanctimonious demeaning <laughs> guy and uh, his relationship with trump i felt uncomfortable i didn't want to be with him that's his relationship with every president you know he ducked obama he would he was afraid of being alone with obama uh there was at one point the obama people called the white house called and said the president would like to meet with you. would like to have a little beer with you in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Like so He absolutely refused. He made a million phone calls uh, trying to make sure that never happened again. He thought that was horrible. Uh, president Obama found out that Comey is a big basketball guy and that he has a hoop uh, at his house. And he plays, you know, he shoots yeah. baskets all, all the time. So uh, at another point, uh, President Obama called him and said, come on over, let's shoot some hoops and uh, – Comey panicked, went nuts, started making a million phone calls. This is horrible. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <He's> a very <laughs> sanctimonious guy. Well, maybe he just doesn't like being alone with people like that. It's just bizarre. You remember the one where he, he was at the White House for a big, he had to go because it was a big, big gathering of law enforcement people, some uh, awards or something. But there was Trump, and he Comey said he tried to hide in the drapes. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is your FBI director. He said, I tried to hide in the drapes. He was wearing a blue suit, and the drapes were blue. Although, if you look at the picture, they're entirely different shades of blue. Yeah, right. And he is a big. uh, You can't miss him. Herman Munster looking guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's like (laughs) 7'9 with a white shirt. I I don't know how he's going to hide in these drapes, but the idea of our FBI director hiding in the drapes is preposterous. (laughs) FBI directors constantly spoke with presidents it was a perfectly normal thing to do presidents picked up the phone and called the fbi director all the time yeah so well now we'll have chris christie's friend as uh the FBI well director. I, I don't know if he's his friend uh, the, the, the new fbi director used to be in the justice department he was a high-ranking justice department official then when he left he went with this law firm they were at one point represented chris christie in the uh, bridgegate thing But I think the reason for that, uh, he was a big Justice Department guy, and then he worked at this law firm where they had a lot of top justice, the former Justice Department guys. So if you had a problem with a U.S. attorney, this was the law firm you brought in. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were very good in these sort of cases. So I I would assume, I don't think Christie knew the guy. I think this is the guy you go to in this sort of a case. Christie, uh, being a former prosecutor and all that stuff, and knowing a lot of people, he's one of these guys who would ask around and find out who's exactly the lawyer you should be using here. Well,
0: see, this is also the guy that has apparently Christie's cell phone that disappeared in the Bridgegate investigation. Nobody was able to find it.
1: If you guys try to bring up Bridgegate in the middle of this. First of all, just you know it's coming those up. Those of you under uh, 70, this was some, 20 years ago. They moved a couple traffic cones on the bridge. <laughs> Nobody That's remembers Bridgegate. Uh, he may be a, a Sessions friend because uh, he worked out of the Atlanta office. Was he in Sessions from Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he uh, went to – Alabama, his, Alabama. Oh, I is it Alabama? Okay. For, same, the, thing. Not same, same thing. the same thing. No, <laughs> all right, forget. Scratch that one. <laughs> Scratch that one. So he's the new FBI director. It's been announced today. Uh, it's a pretty good choice. The John Pistol was high on the list. He was, yeah. I think, second or third choice. So you notice all the top choices – have one thing in common, they're former FBI Justice Department guys uh, and not well-known guys, not, you know, big, uh, flashy famous guys, uh, just people that are good at the job. So uh, the other thing, Comey is going to, you know, Comey's going to have a problem tomorrow uh, because some of the questions will be from Republicans and he will really get grilled, really get grilled on his bizarre behavior in a lot of things, especially the Hillary Clinton uh, matter. Why well, he, was that,
0: that has nothing to do it has with everything the to testimony to with it. tomorrow?
1: everything to do with it. He's also going to have to explain this leak stuff, serious top-secret classified information being leaked out of the government. It's very serious stuff. He's going to have to explain why he refused to investigate that. Now, the real reason is he <laughs> was one of the leakers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wasn't going to start any investigation. But he's going to have to explain all of that. Some of the leaks were coming from his uh, office and his people and his circle, so... That's one reason he didn't, but he's going to have to really explain why he let such a serious crime go uninvestigated. So that'll be part of tomorrow. Hey, um, we'll get to it now. The wall is going to be very high. Most of these, most countries do these border walls. 38 countries have just built a border wall. Uh, Saudi Arabia is completing theirs. And you usually talk. what is the Israel border wall? Like 15 feet, 20 feet? I don't know. About, they usually average about 15 feet. Trump is talking 40 to 50 feet for this wall. And he wants to, now listen to this, 50 feet, that's a big wall and it'll be a long, long wall. He wants to solar panel the entire wall. You could generate an unbelievable amount of energy off this wall. You solar panel the whole wall yeah. and then you. it's easy to run transmission cables to wherever you need the electricity. So it who would, said he wasn't
0: climate friendly?
1: Huh? No, it's well. <laughs> he, no one ever said he wasn't climate friendly. Uh, it's De Blasio who's not climate friendly. Al Gore is not climate friendly. Uh, John Kerry's not climate oh. friendly. And I think we're going to find President Obama is not so climate friendly. Seems to be jetting around and taking SUVs and multiple houses. You know, they did some uh, satellite photos of all uh, Gore's house and Obama's house. I don't see any solar panels on them. <laughs> <laughs> Even George W. Bush's whole house was solar panels at Ranch in Texas. Um, so the wall could be an amazing source, well, not a, a good source of electricity. One thing about the, see, the real problem with solar, solar's been the next big thing for like the last 75 years. It's a good source of additional electricity. It's not a source of electricity. Like if you put solar panels for your house— you can do 20% of electricity off the solar panels. <laughs> you can't run a house off solar panels. It can't be done. But if you did the whole wall, you could generate a lot of electricity. It would help a lot of places.
0: Well, there you go. We'll just call it a solar panel and never mind a wall.
1: No, but, I mean, as long as you're building that high a wall, you, you could use the the surface of that wall for a lot of stuff. So, um, so Mayor de Blasio... Uh, He did a radio interview, and then they really, uh, I think it was uh, Errol Lewis, who's very good on New York One, really pinned him down on this. You know, if you're Mr. Green, climate change, why are you polluting so much? He's got the most magnificent gym in the world across the street from his house. Instead of going there, he gets in a caravan of SUVs, drives to Brooklyn, drives back. It's hours in these SUVs, polluting the air like crazy. And isn't he the guy yelling about traffic? So why these caravans of SUVs that are unnecessary you could just walk across the street to the gym so he explained that uh his commitment uh what did he how did he phrase this well one thing he was asked if you have to go to this gym in Brooklyn take the subway why a caravan of SUVs he said it would just be cheap symbolism if he did that Okay. If you use the subway, it would be cheap symbolism. So I I want you to cut this out. It's in today's New York Post and carry this with you. In fact, I've laminate it. So if anybody ever says anything to you about, why do you drive that big gas guzzler? Why don't you drive a, a a hybrid? Why don't you just pull this out and say, it would be cheap symbolism. I've got it from Mr. Climate Change, Bill de Blasio. And then he asks, why why do you pollute like this personally? And he said uh, he told Errol Lewis in effect uh, did he didn't, shouldn't have to make personal sacrifices because he gives in the at the office. In other what? words, yeah, he fights for uh, climate oh, oh, change see, yeah. in his office. So he's and, fighting for other people to do it. He leads the fight, yeah. but he said he shouldn't have to make personal sacrifices. So again, cut this out, laminate this. He says I have a job to do which makes me different. <laughs> You know, the simple answer would
0: have been, the police department determines my transportation. You can take the subway. Yeah, plenty you, of, well, plenty yeah, of yeah, mayors yeah, exactly. take
1: the <laughs> subway.
0: Uh, but he's right, only symbolically.
1: Now, ladies and gentlemen, I urge you to do everything you can do to not pollute. Do everything you can do to cut back on emissions. Do everything you can do on behalf of climate change. Okay, there. Now, I can do anything I want personally. <laughs> I gave it the office. <laughs> I can go do what the hell I want anytime I want. I gave it the office. Like that. He actually said he shouldn't be required to make personal yeah, sacrifices. Not a good answer. So if anybody says anything to me, hey, give it the office. I, I, I shouldn't have to make personal sacrifices. Hey, You know who died? Adnan Khashoggi. Adnan Khashoggi. Oh, he was the billionaire of the 80s and the 90s. Okay. He was the arms dealer. Remember, iran Country got tied to that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adnan Khashoggi. He had moved out of the country, I think, after Iran-Contra. This guy threw the greatest parties I ever saw in my life. I bet. This guy threw parties. He used to live in Olympic Tower. Uh, Trump Tower was uh, kind of based on Olympic Tower. If you could look at the two buildings, you can see, kind of copied Olympic Tower. Trump used to live there. But in the late 80s, early 90s, Olympic Tower was a hot building. Khashoggi had three floors. This is an enormous building. I mean, this was a. Today, this apartment would be, uh, I don't know, 200 million. He had three full floors. The middle floor had a full swimming pool in it.
0: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I mean, they get a lot of publicity over that. I mean, like an Olympic sized swimming pool in the middle floor and the architectural feats that it took to support that in the middle of an apartment. Bet, yeah. Uh, although I was on that floor a couple of times, the whole place smelled like mold and fungus. So Yeah. <laughs> it's one reason not to have a pool in your <laughs> apartment. But uh this guy had I mean Hugh Hefner it looked like a Playboy Mansion looked like a monastery compared to this guy's parties. So God bless him, he made it to eighty one. Uh it was worth billions at the time. He used to say, and this is back then, this is like in nineteen eighties dollars, he said it cost two hundred and fifty thousand a day to support his lifestyle. <laughs>
0: 250000 a
1: day. A day. He was a, an arms merchant. I guess that's Whoa. what he did. Uh, but the best. he deserves credit as the best party thrower ever. Hey, we'll get to uh, Melissa Mark Viverito. Oh, God. You know, uh, <laughs> they, they want to do something about illegal aliens when they commit a crime and right. the police arrest them. Uh, and Mayor de Blasio, she, she's she's going to help Mayor de Blasio get elected. She's making him look good. He looks like Donald Trump compared to her. He <laughs> he looks like the most conservative guy. She's going to help him. Maybe this is part of the play. Anyway, we'll get all this uh, coming up. Uh, check out the webpage. We've got a lot of great stuff up there today. You see this uh, Jerry Seinfeld video? No, this is a new one? You know, Trump's not really that much of a germaphobe. I mean, he is, but he'll shake hands and he'll hug people. Jerry Seinfeld is a major Felix Unger germaphobe. Watch when this woman, it's actually uh, Kesha, who's a... Uh, A musical story from TikTok, the group TikTok. But watch, when and this is on camera at a big opening. She tries to hug him. He refuses. And then she tries to, he really refuses. Watch this video. It's up on the webpage. And then uh, put together an incredible montage of Hillary. All of her excuses for why she lost. All in one big montage. It runs 47 minutes. (laughs) No, actually it runs a couple minutes. But watch them all cut together. She looks absolutely nuts. And then, hey, watch this guy. He's way out in the uh, ocean there, I think up in the Arctic or up in Alaska. And he wants to, f- he's filming the seagulls as they fly over the ocean uh, just off from his boat. And watch, he gets the surprise of his life. Watch what comes out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's all up on the webpage. Go to 710WOR.com. Then go over to the Mark Simone page. Or you can just go to 710WOR.com slash Mark. 710 W-O-R dot slash. Hey, we'll take some calls. 800-321-0710 is the number. 800-321-0710. So, uh, you know, all these retail stores, big trouble. Macy's closing hundreds of stores. Ralph Lauren, the whole place falling apart. They've closed a hundred stores. Michael Kors just closed 125 stores or is about to. Uh, I mean, chain after chain. If you can go down the list, Macy's in big trouble because... It's these department stores suffering the most because that's the kind of stuff where you just go online and buy everything. But uh, what do you do to fight that? All right, here's the, you know, a lot of stores um, don't know what to do. Here's the Macy's plan. Picture Macy's in Herald Square. Picture that building goes all the way from Broadway all the way back to 7th Avenue. They, used to, they call it the world's largest store. It's physically an incredibly big store. It goes for a very, very, very long block. So here's the plan. They have a roof, uh, and they're going to take the whole roof and put grass in there and trees on this roof and build a park. That's the plan. They'll get people to come into Macy's, especially if you're in the, you work in the area or you're in that area. You want to go there to go up to the park.
0: No necessary. Void, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause, and Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. Ninety-one percent of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: These, I, I, I don't know. And they have here's pictures of what it'll look like. I mean, it's a real park with big lot of grass and trees and concessions and park benches, and you can sit there and have a picnic. And you could would you really go there to? The, I mean, do you, do you ever go try to go to the top of Macy's? First of all, those elevators are horrendous. So you got to take the escalator. But when you take the escalator to the next floor, the other escalator isn't right there. you got to hunt around the floor to find the next escalator. It's like a maze. So uh, by the time you could get to this park on there, you could be in Central Park or a lot of other places. In fact, there's a lot of closer parks. So I don't know if this works. I mean, it's a good idea. You know all these rooftop bars and clubs on roofs? It was a brilliant idea. And I don't know why it took until the 21st century to think of it. But, you know, for all these years, on the roof of every skyscraper, they would put the water tower and the air conditioning unit and all that uh, junk up there. Uh, and it took a while, but at some point a few years ago, all these buildings said, wait a minute, let's put all that stuff somewhere in the middle of the building. And the rooftop could be a restaurant, a bar, a club. I mean, it's a brilliant idea. So this will probably be the new thing, have a park up there. You know, Donald Trump lives at the top of Trump Tower. It's a triplex. It's a three-floor apartment. But when you're on the third floor, you can take another staircase, and it goes to the roof. And the roof of Trump Tower is his. And he's got a big lawn up there, and he's got a barbecue. It's like a big, enormous backyard on the 65th floor, and it overlooks everything. You can see all of Manhattan. Uh, There's a whole area that's got like a swing set and all that stuff for the kids. It's beautiful up there. Is he coming back? No, not for a while, but I'm just saying – this is a smart thing. I mean, I don't think this will save Macy's, but it's a smart thing to do, put a park up on the roof of these buildings. What well, are you going to go to the park or are you going to go to Macy's? Yeah. See, I don't think that helps. It does, You're curing the symptoms and not the disease. Yeah. You just you might increase traffic, but I don't know anybody's going to buy anything because of that. Let's go to, uh, also, <laughs> I'm sure they have thought about this, but you know who's going to be using the park. <laughs> the homeless. Every homeless, <laughs> every boat. What are you going to do about that? Yeah. Let's go to Lewis in Long Island. Hey, Lewis.
0: Hey, Mark, morning. Is yes. that is that, uh, Mike, uh, the core stores that are closing, all the retail places, is that re- a real indicator of businesses doing terrible? I mean, just think how inexpensive it is to go online with um, Michael Kors or, s- or some other retail stores.
1: Yeah, it's uh, business is doing great. Actually, your business is up for a lot of places. But let's be honest, you'd rather buy online. You know who's like certain things don't get hurt as much, like shoe stores still do okay because that's the one thing where you really have to try it on. You got to put the shoes on. You got to see how they feel, are they comfortable? But but most things like uh, like that shirt you're wearing, Joe Bartlett, I imagine uh, that's comfortable, fits perfectly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted more of those or different colors, I know exactly the size and where to get it. You know, you go right. to yeah, like if you let's say you like a polo shirt from Ralph Lauren, you don't have to go to the store. You, you just know. go online and buy it. Now the other problem is, why would you pay $90 anymore for the polo shirt from Ralph Lauren? People go to Zara, Uniqlo, uh, Club Monaco, those kind of places. The same polo shirt, $22. And it, yeah, but it doesn't have the horse. N- well, that's an- that's <laughs> another reason why you want to go get that. The other <laughs> problem with retail, you walk on the store, can I help you? Can I help you? Can I-? No, I just want to look. Then they follow you around. They hover all over you like vultures. They come stand right next to you and stare at you. That's the other reason people uh, shop online. Now, here's the other thing. The big shopping malls are in real trouble. You know, if you got a store and it's not doing well, that's one problem. If you got a mall where you got... 60 stores and they're not doing well, you got a real problem. And one of the first things they're looking at is the parking lots are now preposterously big since nobody's shopping there. You remember some malls you had to drive around for an hour to get a space? You can park anywhere you want in any mall right now, (laughs) anywhere. So they're kind of thinking now, cut the parking lots in half. They're not going to need them anymore. Now, I didn't know this, but in most towns, there's laws on these parking lots. You have to have five parking spaces for every thousand feet of retail space. So, okay. you require to have all these spaces. So, they're going to like put stuff in the parking lot now, like buildings. Like One could be a restaurant, one could be a gym. Then, uh, a lot of these malls, you know, it's like a big uh, mall, two, three stories. Mm-hmm. They're going to get rid of the third floor and just rent that out as, as office space, which is a pretty good idea. Ah, that makes sense. You know, if you go to the Americana, which is the most beautiful shopping center in the whole tri state area, it's in Manhasset. Look up. You probably never notice this, but there's an entire floor above all the stores. It's beautiful office space. It's a very elegant, chic mall. A lot of people love to have their office there. So, good idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. I don't know if I want my office in the Walt Whitman Mall. Does that sound good? Or a lot of parking. <laughs> a lot of parking. Uh, if you're trying to be like a serious lawyer, where's your office? Westchester Mall. <laughs> well, they'll change the name of it. Yeah, that's true. The Westchester Center—that's where I am. Let's change the name of it all. You know, the, the Westchester Mall. You go to the third floor. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever been there, like in five years. It was a food court. I think it's closed. Oh, gee. I, I mean, just—I I mean, somebody's got to fix this problem of what to do with these malls. Anyway, uh, coming up, uh, Roger Friedman will be with us next. He's got a lot of great stories. Uh, we'll get to—we'll uh, get to Bill Cosby with him. We'll get to uh, Bill Maher, uh, how he's going to recover. He's got a plan for this Friday, night and a lot more coming up. First on 710 WOR, let's get the latest news. Here's Joe. Well, Roger Friedman has this great website It's called showbiz411.com. It's got a lot of good stories. Every day, check it every day. showbiz411.com. Roger Friedman, how you doing? <laughs> good morning, Mark. How are you? Good. Hey, What's going to happen with this uh, Bill Cosby trial? It doesn't look like it's becoming the O.J. trial where the whole country is watching every second.
2: Well, for one thing, we we know we really know he did it. You know what I mean? There's no question it's not like with O.J. where there was a, some question at the beginning of whether yeah. he might be innocent. We have 55 uh, people who've made complaints against Bill Cosby, and they went right into it yesterday with Andrea Costand uh, telling her story. Uh, so, you know, and also it's it's not like a murder where the, murder, the victims can't speak. Here you have the victims ready to talk, and they're talking. They went right in. The prosecutors went. There was no... There's no horsing around. They're going right into it.
1: Yeah, you're right. There's no mystery here.
2: And- There's no mystery. I mean, he's guilty. So the question is, uh, you know, first of all, will the jury be swayed by his celebrity? I don't think so. Um, and then second of all, what happens to him? He's very old. And he is, you know, he keeps saying he's blind, but, you know, I'm sure you can see out of one eye. Uh, um, I don't know. He's
1: blind. He's blind. He's not blind. He can walk. He can't walk. Well, he's
2: certainly blind to the the needs of women, uh, but to the rights of women. But um, I don't think he's I think he's not going to wind up going to jail. Jail. I, I can't see that. That would be really something. Um, but he's ruined, you know, he's completely ruined and I don't understand, I still don't understand how his wife can sit there even, or be at home and listen to it and hear the stories of his infidelities. Now she knew them, you know, for, for 30 years or 40 years, but to hear it now and to still defend him and the daughters too is very strange.
1: Well, you ever look at that wife in the interview, she looks so tough and cold. She makes, she makes Megyn Kelly look friendly.
2: Right. <laughs> Well, she wasn't tough and cold originally, but I think that's what happened to her. Uh, She decided to stick it out with him, and uh, it's really been sort of a nightmare. I mean, is it worth the money? I don't know. I can't imagine that it is. Uh, And the daughters keep defending him, and I don't know how they can do that. I mean, it's, it's it's contrary to everything that's... That's been presented.
1: Uh, once you get inside those families, who knows what can you do? It's
2: terrible, it? though, isn't it? About Bill Cosby, we loved yeah. him. You know, in the '60s and '70s, we loved him.
1: Yeah,
2: he hey, was so uh, funny. Uh,
1: Bill Maher, uh, he's got to make up for things this uh, Friday night. So far, he's got Ice T is going to come on and argue with him. Uh, and Michael
2: Eric Dyson. Uh, Michael Eric Dyson. Smart guy. Yeah,
1: he's a very good guy, very nice guy, Michael Eric Dyson. Yeah. Uh, the only problem with him, he gets a little uh, long-winded, a little professorial. But well, they're going
2: to say that Bill made a mistake, but they're going to forgive him. Well, and HBO is not going to do anything to him. He's going to be fine.
1: Stupid thing to say, but it's not a hanging offense, I don't think.
2: It was a really stupid thing to say. And, you know, it's funny because it's live. You know, anything can happen. Uh, and he's uh, he's given to, like, being very prosaic. So I think when he gets hyped up, uh, anything can come out of his mouth. But he'll be, he'll watch it now, that's for sure. Yeah
1: uh and it's hbo there's no sponsors there's nobody to boycott they you, i
2: know hbo loves it they're going to have a huge uh they're going to have huge uh viewership on friday yeah you know that's going to be great for them hey uh, they, rog- have, they have ratings they don't have advertisers but they have ratings
1: roger friedman there's a, a a new spielberg movie he's not gotten much attention but you got a good story about it today
2: well it's they're shooting it now i don't know how they're going to do this but steven spielberg's you know a genius he'll figure it out but they're shooting the movie now, and it's going to come out on December 22nd. And it's got uh, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep are the main stars.
1: But it's about the Pentagon Papers.
2: It's about the Pentagon Papers. Now, that's Daniel Ellsberg. And it's kind of interesting because the Pentagon Papers were uh, leaked by Daniel Ellsberg to the New York Times in 1971. And then about two weeks later, or a week later, uh, the Washington Post, Ellsberg gave the Washington Post some of some of the papers, and they published them. So it's really weird because the Times is really known in history for being the paper that produced the Pentagon Papers, but for some somehow this got pitched to Spielberg that the Post stood up to the government, and they should be the ones who are the stars of the movie. No. And so uh, Tom Hanks is playing Ben Bradley, who was the editor. And Catherine Graham, the publisher, is being played by Meryl Streep, and it looks like Matthew Reese from The Americans, who's a really good actor, is going to play Ellsberg, and uh, and it's going to be set in the Washington Post newsroom, sort of like all the President's Men.
1: Yeah, but so what is the thinking of Spielberg that in the age of Trump, where everybody's after him uh, and leaking stuff, that this will be topical? This will.
2: Oh yeah, well, I mean, with Snowden and Assange and all these, everyone's leaking. I mean, there's more leaking going on here than in a nursing home. Yeah. I mean, no one's ever seen so much leaking in a White House. But this is not um, the most
1: riveting, action-packed thing, the Pentagon Papers, although it would be kind of like that movie Spotlight, right?
2: Well, yeah, it will be like Spotlight. And also, yeah, I think actually the Pentagon Papers are pretty exciting. I mean, it blows the lid off of it wasn't Vietnam. It the- was <laughs> it, it blew the lid off. Well, at, at the time, nobody knew what was going on.
1: I'm looking in the control room as you're discussing the Pentagon Papers. Nobody's excited. <laughs> as soon as you said the Pentagon Papers, they looked at their phone. It's like I, I really don't think he may have a problem getting people to see it because it's not going to attract a lot of. People. Well, it's well, Tom Hanks,
2: they're going to have all these stars in it, so that's going to help. Yeah, and Spielberg. <laughs> listen, he always makes an exciting movie. I mean, his movies are never boring, so it's going to it's going to move. It's not just going to sit around with people discussing the Pentagon Papers. Yeah. Well,
1: listen. Every time he makes a movie, it sounds like a horrible idea to me. And he's a genius. He's always right. So
2: yeah. And also, and, but uh, the thing that I can't figure out: any movie that's coming out on December 22nd is already in post production. Do you know what I mean? That they're already being finished. He's filming right now. There's a long process to make a movie. You can't you just don't go around and film huh. it like we do on our phones and then put it up on the YouTube. So uh, he's really got to move fast. He's going to be working every single day up till December 22nd. Mm. He should get that uh,
1: Windows Movie Maker.
2: It's very quick.
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, before we run out of time, uh, is Moonstruck coming to Broadway?
2: No, 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 no. No, John Patrick Shanley, who wrote Moonstruck and wrote Doubt, who's a great writer, Pulitzer, prize winner, all that stuff. uh, He's um, got a new play, and Jason Alexander from Seinfeld is (laughs) going to be the star of it. And it's a romantic comedy, and uh, Jason Alexander is terrific. Uh, of course, everyone loves him as George Costanza. So uh, this will give him a chance to to shine outside of uh, outside of Seinfeld, yeah. and that'll be nice. By the way, last night I went to the opening of the new Tom Cruise movie, which is The Mummy, and and I I I was just telling your producer. Uh, that it was—it's notable uh, because of the Manchester problems and the uh, London Bridge and everything. Uh, last night at Sony Lincoln Square, AMC Lincoln Square at uh, 68th and Broadway, that place was like an armed fortress. They had the counterterrorism squad there. Why? I don't know. I walked up to the theater at 68th and Broadway, and there's a man pointing a machine gun at me. And the funny thing is that this is just on the side on the, 68th, on the Broadway and 68th Street side, where uh, people are going in for the Tom Cruise movie, and the red carpet is being protected in case there's like you know a truck drives into them to try to blow it up or something. Wait, and This see- is a real fear now because of what's going on in the world. But the irony is that around the corner in the same complex, a little movie, a little art house movie, was having a premiere that had no protection. <laughs> oh,
1: but this movie, this Tom Cruise movie, did it have anything to do with terrorism?
2: No. Oh. It's, uh, no. I mean, uh, you so, could say the movie is a bomb, but that's just a joke. Oh,
1: but so, uh, uh, they might have had some specific threat about movie theaters or something. No,
2: no. I asked people involved, and they just said, this is going to be the new reality. Huh. Uh, when well, maybe it's big, just you personally. Not just me personally, <laughs> but even 68th Street, uh, between Broadway and amsterdam Broadway and Columbus was, uh shut down. They've never done that before. I mean, they really turned it into an armed camp. It was very interesting.
1: Wow. Maybe uh, it's just to make the movie look more important. You know, you can rent those uh, those uh, machine gun guys and everything. You can a- rent them? Oh, I think you can. Yeah, you can work out a deal, have them cover your event. It's very good. It gets people talking. You know, talking. It's
2: my, my birthday is coming up this week. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll rent them for it. Hey, I remember going to the Howard Rubenstein
1: birthday party. You remember that years ago? uh uh-huh. in- they had it's called the Hercules Squad with Stinger missiles, and they had uh, well because he had so many VIPs, uh, so many important uh, politicians going, and it was not long after nine eleven, but it made the party look so impressive. It beats a couple of floodlights outside.
2: Well, well, that's what it was like last night. You so Tom do that. Cruise got the full uh, complement of, of artillery.
1: All right, well, everybody read Showbiz 411com Check it all the time. There's always new stories there. Showbiz four one one dot com and uh, roger friedman thanks for being with us thank you all right take care oh uh, we'll take some calls in a minute 800-321-0710 is the number oh and check out the web page a lot of good stuff up there what this is uh, a little painful to watch watch jerry seinfeld did you know uh what a germaphobe he is i mean he's a real felix unger uh kind of germaphobe there but i don't blame him either but you know so uh kesha is a, a musical star but he didn't know who she was he She wants to hug him, and this is at a movie premiere. The cameras are on. She goes, give me a hug, and watch him get rid of her. (laughs) She tries several times until he finally uh, moves away, but it's – I don't know. You decide. He was very polite about it, but uh, I don't know. It's a little weird to watch. It's a little awkward to take a look at. It's up on the webpage. And then uh, watch this incredible montage. I put together a montage of all the Hillary Clinton excuses for why she lost – Watch it all together. Cut together. She looks completely insane. It's all up on the webpage. Go to 710WOR.com. Then go over to the Mark Simone page. Or you could just go to 710WOR.com slash Mark. 710WOR.com slash Mark. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.